Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. After I shared my story about my dad and his miraculous split second kind of timing, maybe not quite split second, but probably, you know, a couple of hours, a couple of days, I had another friend share with me about her own stories of the goodness of God. And so at one point, her adult son reached out and said, hey, mom, I'm going to move to the state where you live. And so he did. And he said, just so you know, I had, I think it was a dream that at some point dad was going to get really sick and it was going to be my responsibility to get him to the hospital. That is my role. So just so you know, that will happen at some point. <laughs> and so the husband at one point traveled to another country, probably whether drink something contaminated, ate something contaminated, maybe both, came back not in great shape and continued to deteriorate. Sort of the vomiting, not awesome experiences. And one day the son came over and said, mom, today's the day. Dad has to go to the hospital. This is my job. It is time. This is not up for discussion. We are going. And so the two of them got the dad to the hospital where he had 12 inches of his colon removed. And the doctor basically said he would have died within 24 hours if that did not happen. So good job on perfect timing there. And so the Lord preserved his life through the alertness and uh, well, alertness and obedience of the son. So that was story number one. And she said, oh, but there's a second story about my husband. So in the, Texas, there is something called cedar fever, which will happen where it's an allergy to junipers because the junipers all bloom or something in January. And so people who are allergic to that kind of get shortness of breath and it's just not very nice. And so Uh, The husband was out raking and experienced some of that shortness of breath. And so she said, oh, you know, go, let's get you into the doctor to get you the the allergy shot. And that will be helpful. And so her husband went into the doctor the next day and got the allergy shot. And as he was leaving, the doctor kind of, or maybe the doctor even was leaving the room, but he paused and he turned around and he said, you know, come back tomorrow and let's have you do the treadmill test. And the husband was like, okay, if I need to. And the doctor's like, yeah, yeah, I think you should. And so he came back and he did the treadmill test and there was a little blip, uh, just enough for the doctor to say, you know what, let's get you into the cardiologist. So he went to the cardiologist and they did a test or something. And it looked like he needed to have a heart procedure, an angiogram or something. And uh, so they, they got him in. And the doctor who was on call that day was Dr. Rabinowitz. And so he started doing the procedure on, let's say, one side of the heart. But as he was kind of checking it over, thinking he was basically done, expecting this to be about a 10-minute procedure, he said, oh, actually, the other side of your heart has a 99% blockage. And so I can either do a, like a, transport, like a meta transport on the helicopter right now, or I can just take care of this. And I've done a thousand of these already this year. Like this is actually my specialty. 
And <laughs> so, you know, I had no idea about this, but for these kinds of procedures, they don't even put you under at this point. You're just kind of like a little loopy and you're, uh, <laughs> but still like present. And so the husband was like, yeah, go ahead and do what you do. Like you're the specialist. That's great. And so he started to put in a stent and sometimes what happens when you put in a stent, especially with a blockage that is that intense is that the, I don't remember, it's like collapsing arteries or veins or whatever, but basically everything starts collapsing. And so then you have to do like a second stent for the part that's now collapsed. And so I don't even know how they do this. I mean, cause it's not like, I feel like that would be hard enough if you're dealing with like an open heart um, where you could actually see everything, but this is done, you know, up through the, the vein in the leg through cameras and stuff. So this is crazy stuff. I'm just saying the Lord has really blessed certain people with incredible ability to heal. And so over the next little bit, the doctor needed to place four stents in because this collapse, the cascading collapse just continued. And yet in the end, it was all fine. And he was fine. He has, I don't know if they call it like the metal, the shield of amazingness or something, but it was all intact and he was fine. And so his wife was sitting in the room waiting and she said, the the doctor and the nurse both came in and they were just weeping. And so she fell down in the chair and was like, what, what happened? And the doctor said, the man upstairs loves your husband because he's been a walking miracle for at least 30 days because should at any point that heart have done anything unusual, he would have died within two seconds and there would have been no resuscitation. It was that blocked. And yet before the procedure, the husband had said, do you mind if I pray for you? And he did. (laughs) And the doctor said, I haven't been able to stop weeping since that prayer. And the nurse said, and I haven't been able to stop weeping because the presence of God fell in that place more strongly than I've ever felt it. And it's, it's just an astonishment to me. And then it turned out that Brian, oops, that the husband ended up being the last patient of Dr. Rabinowitz, that right after that, he was diagnosed with lung cancer and then he passed away. But he said, I had such a transformation. It restored my faith in the Lord to have that prayer and have that experience. And so, Lord, it's just a good reminder for me that it's actually okay to go and pray in places that we would not normally think of it. To pray for the doctor before he does a surgery. To pray for uh, the people that we come in contact with that those around us are actually hungry for that kind of contact, for that kind of interaction with you. And if they're not, that's also okay. But Lord, that overall people welcome your presence in their lives. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen.